in real life, we have so much freedom to kind of moderate our lives. Like yeah. we, we can choose who we're around for the most part. If you have a terrible coworker, you can usually report them to HR mm-hmm. or somebody. You know, if you have a club or or something you go to in person, like people aren't excessively rude 99% of the time. And if they are, we have like socially acceptable ways of moderating that and keeping our lives positive. So why on earth do we feel like we just have to deal with it on the internet? If I had some kind of club that I managed and ran and somebody was coming in like yelling at everybody and and saying incorrect things, I'd be like, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to come back. (laughs) Either fix your attitude or you're not allowed to come back. Welcome back to the Creator Files podcast. Hey, Nathan. Hello. Ready to talk about haters? Oh, this is one of my favorite topics. Trolls? Why is that? I don't know. Maybe it's just that it's kind of fun. I like, (laughs) I don't know. I love reading comments. Mm. And while I think haters probably shouldn't be doing what they're doing, when it's not directed toward me, it can be quite enjoyable (laughs) to watch. (laughs) Because of how ridiculous they are. Yeah, I think so. I just think like, you know, clearly this, there's somebody sitting behind their screen just typing out ridiculous, you know, nonsense essentially. And so I don't know. I just like the idea that I, I don't know. It's It's not that they're hurting or offending somebody else. It's that they're just, you can't believe they're taking the time out of their day. Maybe that's it. (laughs) Yeah. It can be ridiculous. It's kind it of it is quite ridiculous. But anyway, I just think there's probably, I don't know. I know we're going to talk about it a little bit. I think there's a lot of times maybe a little something to be learned from them, which sounds ridiculous to say because most of the time they probably don't have any good intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I think there's unfortunately some entertainment value there for me as well that I enjoy. So, Yeah, I find that really difficult to stay objective with that mm. because you know that some amount of the comments are going to be just useless. Right. And some amount of them are going to be constructive criticism. And sometimes they're in between. But when it's personal, it's very hard to stay neutral and to look at it honestly and openly, but still not take the bad ones to heart or the the useless ones to heart. You know, you can't just decide I'm not going to, I'm not going to listen to any of them. Probably, probably shouldn't. Right. And you can't just decide to take everyone to heart and give everything a ton of weight because sometimes it's ridiculous. So every single comment you have to kind of, not you have to, but potentially you need to Mm reevaluate how helpful it is. I mean, there's an argument to be made that you can stop looking at comments for a while. Right. Of course. But every time you do want to look at a comment and decide how you feel about it, you have this battle every time. Mm-hmm. So the, the, I'm going to share a little experience. This was probably two weeks ago or so. It wasn't on YouTube. It was on Instagram. However, I think that it's very applicable still. Yeah. So I watched this Instagram reel. It was a, a just a video that I came across. Um, like many of you, I'm sure. I was just mindlessly scrolling on Instagram. And I came across this video. It was a lady who had a small baking business. And she did this little video. And she was, I think, just like decorating a cake. And voicing over talking about um, how she prices her cakes that she makes. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and at the end of the video, she said something to, she gave some call to action to drive engagement in the comments, something about how would you price this cake or whatever. I went to the comments, which is kind of funny because as I was mindlessly scrolling, I don't know why I stopped on the cake video and why I cared so much what people would price the cake. Maybe because I knew that it would be a ridiculously high amount and I just had to see it in the comments. And as a cheapskate, I knew that I would just be shocked at how much people would try and charge for these. So anyway, I'm into the comments and people were posting what they would charge. You know, oh, I'd pay $50 for that cake. Or some people would say, oh, I paid $300. I, You know, it was very wide. You know, yeah. people have very different experiences and ideas. Anyway, the creator of this video was going in and responding to some of these comments. You know, some of the comments were, uh, oh, this cake looks ugly. I wouldn't pay more than $10. Like, there was some mean stuff. But there was also some just good, you know, criticism or thoughts or, you know, kind of what she asked for. Yeah. And it was really interesting because the responses that she gave to not only the mean comments, kind of the troll type comments, but also the helpful comments, it all sounded very condescending. It was really interesting to see, to, to me at least, that there were people who were clearly rude to her. She responded back in sort of a rude way, but it matched, the energy matched, okay. right? But I could tell that uh, she must have just been put in a really bad mood because her energy was very rude also toward the people who were not making mean comments. It was just condescending and sort of shocking, honestly. Yeah. It really made me think how when people are mean to us on our channels, you know, on our personal channels or, the, you know, channel makers or whatever, maybe you guys are going to comment mean things on this on YouTube. I don't know. But like when people are talking mean to you, I think half the issue is just how you respond to it. Um, I think that a big part of your brand is not just curating the comments to what you want them to be, getting rid of the mean ones, taking the constructive feedback, but it's also just how you choose to respond to them. Yeah. I think makes a really big difference. Anyway, this was just such an interesting situation to me to read through these comments and see how it was clear that she was hurt probably by what these people were saying about her video, um, but it really bled through into all of her interactions. The positive ones. That's yeah. such a shame. Yeah. And and who's going to want to comment something positive in the future? Right. Yep. And there were people calling her out. They People started calling her out and saying, man, like, I know maybe this wasn't the, uh, you know, the reaction you wanted or the comments you wanted to see, but, like, you're being kind of rude here and you should probably apologize. Like, people were calling her out and then she was, she just dug in deeper and it was just kind of continued to be really rude. It really made me think kind of about this whole topic. You know, what, what do we do when those people show up on our channel? Because they always do. I mean, every video that you post, most likely if you're getting comments, at least a percentage of them will be negative. Um, and so, I don't know. What do you think? Like, your what's your initial reaction? When you first see the negative comment, are you more of a responder? Like, I'm going to tell them why they're wrong. Or are you like a hider? You're going to, you know, put this put the comment away so that nobody can see it. What, what would you say your initial reaction is? That's such a good question. Um, I think my initial reaction is, I want to win them over. Okay. I want to, I'm a debater. Okay. Naturally. And so I think if I can, and like, how often does that work on the internet? Practically never, but that's where my mind goes yeah. is how do I win them over? And I find that empathizing, mm -hmm. like I look for anything and I, I mean, I have a ton of negative emotions. I don't want to sound too perfect. Like, Oh, I just handle it in this wonderful and mature way. I, I feel awful, mm -hmm. but um, I want to win. Right. <laughs> so I, I look at it and I think, okay, well, the best chance of winning them over is to empathize with what they're saying and then argue right. in a mild, 
mild way. So I do, I try to say like, oh yeah, I can see how that would be really frustrating or good point. Yeah. My audio at that point was, right. was really bad. My, I was having trouble with my mic or I didn't notice my hair was brushed up against whatever. And then usually follow up with something like explaining yeah. from my perspective. Yeah. And I am surprised by how often people come back and do have very positive things. I guess I'll say very positive as far as my expectations. Okay. It's like, they're all but completely giving it. And 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 then I just kind of see it as like, okay, well that last inch, their pride won't let them. Right. Which mine probably wouldn't either. Right. But I can tell they're like, they're really giving a lot at this point. They're saying, oh, well, uh, you know, I appreciate how how you responded to this or I see what you're saying. You know, they're like, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I kind of feel like I won. And so I think that's how I typically handle it. That's a lot of effort. And yeah. Not every comment deserves that much effort, and I'm probably not very good at discerning which ones do and which ones mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. And I also realize that by, I don't know, I'm trying not to be manipulative, but by treating it kind of like a game like that, I'm at risk of maybe not taking, maybe not taking action in the future. Maybe if I feel like, oh, I can put out the fire, then I won't take enough action to correct it gotcha. if it's really a valid comment. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it, you brought up a good point. Turning it into something constructive. I think that that is ideal. Mm -hmm. To me, that feels like the ideal. If there's someone who, you know, maybe it was something about your video they didn't like or a piece of information you shared or whatever, maybe it just wasn't their style. They say something negative, you can counter with understand, like, you know, saying I can understand where you're coming from, thanks for the feedback, whatever. I think ideally that's where these conversations go. Mm. Does it happen all the time? I'd say probably not. And like you said, it's really hard to gauge which of those are actually going to turn positive. And I think the biggest struggle that I have, I think I fall into a similar boat that you do is like, I, I wouldn't have called it what you called it. I probably would have like destroying them with facts and logic. I think that that's <laughs> probably what I would call it. Yeah. Uh, Cause it, I also want to win. I want to be on the winning side of the conversation. Yeah. But I think realistically you really win when that person maybe apologizes and then you didn't come across as too aggressive or passive aggressive. Yeah. I don't know. I, to me, it feels like kind of two things. If you can, you know, get that conversation to a place where you both are in a more positive feeling, more positive about it, or, you know, you actually do empathize with them and they understand that. I think that's great. I think that a small percentage of comments will always fall into that. Mm -hmm. uh, the negative ones that you respond to right off the bat. I think some of them will just not, and they kind of continue to spiral. The biggest thing that I have trouble with is figuring out when to end the spiral. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times maybe I'll counter with something or I'll say, oh, well, I, you know, I can see how you saw that that way. Actually, the way I intended it to mean was this. And then kind of share my opinion or whatever. Yeah. Oftentimes that doesn't go as well. And then they kind of counter and then it just turns into kind of a time suck you know you're just doing this thing you're spending a ton of energy and time on something that's not very productive so i don't know what do you do to gate or what would you do to gauge when do i just stop this and i guess what does that stopping it look like to you do you just disengage or do you take further action yeah that's a good question i guess i'll start with what usually happens with me maybe mm -hmm. then go to the ideal um i think typically it just kind of fizzles out okay and it's funny because it seems like we always have this urge to get the last word in. Yeah. But then sometimes if they just stop responding, it's a little frustrating. You're like, no. It's wait. like they stopped caring and you're like, oh, but yeah. I cared. I made a good point that last yeah. time, I think. And then, yeah, there's something not so satisfying about it. I mean, usually I find the back and forth only lasts a couple times. Mm -hmm. Unless they're just incredibly harsh. But 
if somebody's incredibly harsh or using language that I don't want on my channel right. or our channels here, a lot of times it's just, you know, it's either automatically hidden mm-hmm. and I'm not going to approve it or I'll hide it mm-hmm. and then, you know, probably not engage in the first place. Assuming that I do engage, usually they're not that extreme. So it seems like right. it doesn't go on forever. But I think you definitely should have a limit and maybe it makes sense to kind of limit the amount of time you devote to comments at Mm -hmm. all. I like to schedule out my time in a pretty minute way. And so I know if I, (laughs) during that time block, I'm supposed to be doing something other than engaging with comments. That's kind of um, the signal for me. If I'm getting sucked into the comments during times of my workday that I'm intending to work on other things, then I know I need to take a break. I have some, some blockers and stuff for different websites, like there's tons of blockers for YouTube. Mm. And that can be hard if you, you know, are a YouTuber, but how much of your time really has to be on YouTube? Right. Like when you're making a YouTube video, you don't even need internet for vast majority of the Mm. process, especially after planning and stuff. So I like to ask myself, do I really need to be on YouTube? YouTube is so distracting. Yeah. And you know, I have a blocker on my YouTube. I'll link it if I can find it in the show notes where it blocks the entire feed. So I can't even see the feed if I have it on. Um, so I'm not seeing suggested videos and I know I can still go to our videos and right. the comments or whatever, but yeah, just, or just setting up in a blocker for entirely huh. avoiding YouTube. That's a little extreme. Not right. that you have to go there, but yeah, I think I would be more likely to maybe look at the overall time. And if that, you know, if that comment thread is really bothering me, then I think it's time to let it go. It's not worth your energy. And probably focusing the majority of the time that you do a lot to responding to comments on the positive ones. Sure. Because those people actually deserve your attention Yeah. to an extent. Yeah. You know, if they're saying thanks, then yeah, interact with your audience that cares about you. It's kind of a shame to spend all this time and energy on somebody negative and somebody not helpful and somebody that maybe wants to see you fail when there's maybe a ton of people, more people that are being positive and you're not even going to bother to acknowledge them. Yeah. That's kind of a shame. I totally agree. I think that that's a really big mindset shift because a lot of times when we go in and we see negativity, we feel like we need to defend. A lot of times that defense comes off, especially if it's in a public place, like the comment section on a video, it comes off petty or, you know, it's just something that's probably not that big of a deal. And like you said, then there are many other comments that were positive that go unnoticed or seemingly unnoticed because you didn't respond to them or you didn't give them the same level of attention. So I agree. I think it's something that's I I think I've been trying to do lately is not worry as much about the negative comments. If you if if they do worry you, to me, and maybe we can have a little bit of a discussion about this, if they do worry you, get rid of them. Take them out of the comment section. Yeah. Because I know a lot of times I'll worry about like the negative perception people will have. If they come to my video and they, you know, someone misunderstood what I was saying or they, you know, someone said, oh, I I don't like the way you did this or you were wrong here. If I wasn't wrong, if I truly wasn't wrong, or even if I was, but the person was really negative about it, is there harm in me removing that? I don't think there is. Mm -mm. To me, it just feels like, you know, as I try to curate my community i think this is what i'm going to call it on youtube i want my videos to present a certain way i have complete control over that i want my comments to feel a specific way Uh, maybe i'm blocking specific words or language or you know different types of things that uh, might might not give it the vibe uh, that i want it to have so if there's just this negativity rather than trying to curate it by engaging and you know commenting back and forth with the person i can just get rid of it 
and I think YouTube does a pretty good job with how they handle that because if I, you know, hide a comment or block someone from the channel if they're a repeat offender, that person can still comment mm-hmm. on the videos, but they don't show up except for them. And so they still get the satisfaction of leaving their negativity, but none of the rest of us have to see it. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Because I don't know. I feel like some people say, oh, you're just hiding, you know, people, you know, if someone points something out that you did wrong, you're just hiding it. And that's kind of cowardly or whatever. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah. Well, the first thing you said about if you know that they're wrong, like, like objectively it's yeah. a fact and they are wrong, then you don't want them confusing other people. Right. You don't want wrong information on your channel. So yeah, I agree. That's okay to hide it, especially if, you know, maybe you comment and you try to say, actually, here's the facts and they're Mm -hmm. not listening. Right. Or they're spreading a lot of fear on your channel or something that's going to negatively affect not just people's perception of you, but people's own maybe motivation or ideas about the topic. Yeah. That should be okay. Like in, in real life, we have so much freedom to kind of like, moderate our lives like yeah. we, we can choose who we're around for the most part i mean if you have a terrible coworker, you can usually report them to hr mm-hmm. or somebody you you know if you have a club or or something you go to in person like people aren't excessively rude 99 percent of the time right. and if they are we have like socially acceptable ways of moderating that and keeping our lives positive. Yeah. So why on earth do we feel like we just have to deal with it on the internet when people are so much harsher and yeah, spreading wrong information stuff. Like if I had some kind of club that I managed and ran and somebody was coming in like yelling at everybody and, and saying incorrect things, I'd be like, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to come back. <laughs> right. like either right. fix your attitude or you're not allowed to come back. But somehow on YouTube, it's like, it's it's like you're hiding something right you're not, you're not hiding anything as long as you're not hiding anything i think that is kind of the line mm-hmm. if you you know maybe if they're right or if they have something pretty true and maybe they don't say it in the nicest way but you can learn from it or the audience can learn from it i think that's where you need to be a little more careful and i don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with hiding the comments but i think it can be better right to um just be a little more humble, have a more open community where you accept more mm-hmm. varying ideas. Mm-hmm. I like that too. But yeah, at some point it's okay. Yeah, I agree. And I think like if you did something wrong in the video or mis- or a mistake, let's say. Yeah. If they leave a comment that's maybe rude, but it's still feedback for you. To me, it feels like that feedback doesn't, it's not for everyone else in the comments. Yeah. It's for you. However, other people in the comments might have seen the mistake too. And so maybe they're thinking, oh, I wonder if he noticed the mistake or I wonder if they noticed the mistake. There could be value in leaving it there potentially Mm -hmm. and letting it, you know, maybe you heart it so that people can see that you got the feedback or, or maybe if it's just really negative. So an example that I saw on the channel makers channel, uh, just the other day, someone commented on a video that we put out and the white balance was slightly off between my two camera angles. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I remember that a little bit annoying, maybe. Honestly, I didn't, I have a hard time noticing that sort of thing, which is probably why it happened in the first place. Um, anyway, they said something about how it was disturbing to see something like that. Such a word. <laughs> and I was like, disturbing. Wow. So I just responded and said, sorry about that. You know, something I'll, you know, we'll look out for that in the future. But maybe it was mild. This was, this is really something that's my, maybe mildly annoying, but disturbing, like really, you know, like, and just trying to be a little bit more lighthearted about it, but just realizing they were probably just intending to leave some feedback. 
it was the language was a little stronger than it probably should have been. I didn't feel like I needed to hide the comment because other people might notice the white balance was off. Yeah. Um, but I think that my response to it just showed that, yeah, sorry, that's how it was. And I think that that makes a really big difference. Like back to the baking lady. If I had just ripped into him and said, you know what? I put a ton of time and work into this video. And did you even listen to any of the information that yeah. was shared? All you could focus on was the stupid lighting. And that was, you know, there was nothing to do with that in the video. Like, why are you even watching? Like, if I gave us a response like that, you know, people are like, okay, he's having a bad day. You know, <laughs> mm -hmm. like, it would just be the wrong approach. I have to admit there have been times where I've written comments like that. And I think it's probably, generally speaking, the wrong approach. And so, you're right. I think that there's, it, there's never... <laughs> I don't know. The line is, it's a very gray area. I don't think there's just like this line where you say, yes, hide this comment or keep this one. It's just a lot of it depends on what you think you should do on the channel. Yeah. And it's, it can be really difficult to figure that out. Yeah. I think keeping it light though is a really good solid rule of thumb that I think could work for almost anybody. It's mm. almost any negative comment. Just like that. I'm thinking, yeah, you're scrolling through the channel and he said something like on a channel like this. Okay, we are teaching YouTube, right? but we still make mistakes. Right. And I mean, it's ridiculous to me to say that a white balance is disturbing. But, but you know, other people seeing that when it's just his comment before you responded, I can see how they might think like, oh yeah, should I, should I be right. trusting this channel? I don't know. And then you respond like, ha, okay. Like you're not overly defensive. Right you're treating it as light as it should be. Mm -hmm. And I think that balances it out. And then people do realize like, oh yeah, that's yeah. probably not a huge not deal. A deal. Yeah. 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 And you're keeping that, that light attitude that we want our channel. We want people to feel good in the comments right. of our channel. And we want our audience to be generally positive and helpfully constructive, but not exaggerating and ridiculously dramatic by saying words like, it's disturbing. Come right, on. Right. So yeah, I think that's a very good way to like to manage that and to get more of what you want. Like we we want a positive community. And so responding in a lighthearted way, like you're not firing back and you're not just completely apologizing, like, oh you're right, it's so bad. I'm so right, sorry. Right. But that we're mocking's a strong word, but you're you're sort of saying like, really, dude? Like, not that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Not that big of a deal. And yeah. then I think that makes other haters less likely to comment. Like, yeah. think about what response will make people less likely to comment in the future. If you get really mad, a lot of trolls, well, that's kind of what they wanted. Right. Whether they admit yep. it or not. Yep. And so, yeah, I think if you think about, well, what comment is going to be most likely to prevent this troll and other trolls that see it from commenting in the future? Yeah. That's Probably a good that. Point. Yeah. Really good point. I think that. The whole, con like, comments on YouTube can be a really great thing. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it can be really good for the community building aspect. Not giving too much time to the neg negativity is really key. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we, around here, we talk about rude clues. I, we've given a couple examples here in the last few minutes. Just talking about through some of these rude clue examples. A lot of times people say things in a way that's hurtful but there may be still some merit to some of the things that they said. So being able to pick that out, mm -hmm. not let it, not take it too personally is really important. It's just, it's a, such a hard thing to do, especially if you're having a bad day. You know, a lot of us out here are working and then going home and balancing family and friends and work and like we're spending as much time as we can on the videos, but they aren't perfect. And when someone comes and says, Oh, you're really ugly. It's just like, Oh man, you know, like, <laughs> is there a, is there a rude clue there? I don't know. Like, 
sometimes Probably there's the, just sometimes there's not um, yeah. and sometimes there is but if you're not in the right place to receive it it's probably just better to leave it or get rid of it. I have to admit, mm-hmm. in my opinion, better to go a little over the top on the hide feature. Like mm. just getting the negativity off your channel. If you just don't want to give in to um, spending a lot of time with the negative comments or dealing with trolls, hide people from the channel. Like, yes, we don't want people to feel like they can't say what they want to say, but to some extent they can't it's your community it's your channel if they want to say something that's not appropriate for what you want your channel to be hide them like there's just not a great system like give someone a chance you know or maybe they show up video after video it's just like you know what i don't want to deal with seeing you anymore so i'm just going to hide you from the channel they can still watch the videos they can still participate in other ways but you're just cutting their legs out from under them and keeping them from hurting you more mentally and emotionally than anything else. Absolutely. And yeah, it's that, that how you want your channel to feel. Yeah. And we will accept any opinion that's contrary to ours. If it's presented in just a respectful way, Yep. it doesn't have to be some compliment sandwich or something where, you know, it's (laughs) they're sugarcoating it. Like as long as you're reasonably respectful, we are completely open to any, ideas that are contrary like we want we want that healthy debate and other ideas and considering other sides things that we hadn't it's a shame how most people don't do it that way most people that disagree are real aggressive and rude about it Mm -hmm. and yeah we don't have to have our comment section and you don't have to have your comment section be like that i think it's really important to refuse to let them change your identity so even if it's true and constructive and helpful um don't let them change your identity. Don't let them say, oh, well, you didn't do this thing, so you're lazy. Or you didn't do this thing, so you don't know what you're doing with video, like, or whatever your whatever your topic is. That's stupid. Yeah. You you know about white balance. You know what you're doing. <laughs> you made one mistake, one yeah. pretty subtle mistake. Yeah, and so anytime you know, separate that, anytime someone's giving whatever you call it, constructive criticism or a rude clue, Definitely separate the identity yeah. and don't let it bleed into your identity because you yeah. won't make it. It's too hard. Yeah, it is. Well, and there's, there's no way you can please everybody. You know, one person will say, oh, the white balance was off. Okay, well, how can I fix that? Well, I'll just have one camera angle. Well, why didn't you have two camera angles? You should have two camera angles. It right. makes it look better. It's just like no matter what you do, you're always going to run into people who are just unhappy with what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's really good people out there doing really good things who still get criticism. On, yeah. on the YouTube platform and off the platform. Yeah, charity. Like the whole point of the video yeah. is that it's a good thing. Yep. And people are mad about yep. it. People it's just bizarre. people will just still get mad about it. And so it is really important to remember that it's okay if they don't like it. Mm-hmm. That they have the right to not like your video. Yeah. And that's okay. That, there, that can be the end of the story. There doesn't have to be anything else. If they want to keep commenting and saying how they hate all your videos, then hide them from the channel. But... If it's something where they just don't like your content, then just be done with them. Like, yeah. That's okay. Not a good fit. Go find another channel. Right. Like, why are you here? It's like if somebody's coming over to your house and like insulting you every time, right. are you yeah. obligated to keep inviting them over? You could, but <laughs> probably yeah. not. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. So let's talk about kind of the frequency of negative comments to positive comments because I find this really interesting. Oh, yeah. I think on most channels, you're still going to see mostly positive comments, 
but I still think it's a kind of distorted ratio from 100%. how people actually feel. Like people are more likely to comment if they feel negatively. So if you have 10 comments and eight of them are positive and two of them are negative, I would argue that still over 80% do not feel at least not strongly negative right. or over 80% feel right. positive. Right. There's, I would say there's less than 20% of people that feel yes. very negatively about it because I agree. angry people are louder. Usually we were talking about like, if you go to a restaurant and you have a really bad experience or anywhere and you have a bad experience at a business, sometimes you feel more of an urge to write a bad review than if you have a delightful experience and you're and you know, maybe even they remind you to write a good review and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to do that. But you forget about it because yeah. you're not like, you don't feel like you're owed anything or whatever. And I think the YouTube comments can be very similar. It's like people have to get it out if they're angry and if they're appreciative, unfortunately they're busy and they might right. not think of it. And they're, right. and I think negative people are a lot more used to engaging on the internet, especially people that are, are like trolls. They're used to doing it all the time. Right. It's a habit for them. Whereas even if a positive person might want to show support and show appreciation and make somebody's day better, it's not as much of a habit. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. I love the example you gave with the 10 comments because I totally agree. If you have eight of those 10 comments are positive, okay, good. Some people, that just to me, that shows such an overwhelming positivity of your entire viewership. Yeah. Or, because I just think a lot of people, most people probably really like your content a lot of people probably watched your video and went, oh yeah, that was a good video. And then probably such a small percentage of people actually dislike the content enough where it's like, wow, that really sucked. Yeah. It's just such a low commitment. A YouTube video is such a low commitment. You know, we're talking about five, 10, maybe 20 or 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Very low commitment. It's like one episode of a TV show or less. And I've watched so many terrible TV shows, like right. whole seasons of terrible TV shows. And, and I'm not even mad at those people. You know? <laughs> and you have the freedom to click off at any exactly. time. Like, yeah, exactly. Like there's no one holding you hostage here to watch this video. And so people who really dislike your video, like, like you said, that 20%, you know, those two comments that were angry, that probably represents like 1% of the audience yeah. or less, because that's just, yeah. there's no reason for them to do that in most cases. And a lot of times those people are probably lacing in some sort of feedback for you, even if it's done really rudely. Mm -hmm. And so maybe it's not even that they hated the video, but it was just annoying or a little off-putting to them. It wasn't even like a true hatred for your content. So I don't know. It just feels like um, when we log into YouTube and we see negativity surrounding our, our work product, negativity around our creative you know, like yeah. my, like if I'm being creative and I put a ton of time and work into something and someone goes, that was the stupidest thing I ever watched. Like that hurts. I know. It really does hurt. And I think that it takes up a lot more mental space than it should. You know, if it's 1% of the audience that hates or just dislikes my videos, then that should take up 1% or less of my mental space. But it just doesn't work like that. I think right. a lot of times we it let doesn't. those few comments that are negative take up 95% of our mental space. And then we just wonder, oh, does everyone hate the videos? My views have been down a little bit over the last few weeks. You know, maybe maybe people are just not enjoying it as much as they used to. When in reality, maybe you just, you know, there's something happened and the views went somewhere else for a week. Like, I think we oftentimes overthink it a lot. And in many cases, I think it leads us to make changes, like you said, to make changes to our personality or make changes to our character or make changes to our content that just aren't necessary you know, like in that example I gave earlier with my white balance being off. Um, did I do that intentionally? No. 
Yeah. But it's not going to change how I do YouTube. You know, like I'm right. not going to go to one camera angle now. I'd rather have the possibility of me messing up the white balance so that I can have a second camera angle. You know, it's just little things like that. If I go and make changes, like go back down to one camera just because of that fear, like I'm going to be make, be making a really big mistake. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know your channel best and you know what's the best for your channel. Yeah. And you can consider what they said and try to exactly. adjust that thing and do better. But it's really dangerous to make too many decisions based on a couple comments. On my own channel, I did a very big pivot and I knew that it was risky. And by the time I announced the pivot, I had already dabbled in doing the new content. Mm -hmm. And I already saw that the old videos with the old topic did so much better. Like I, I can see the view count on my videos, but people still very um, blatantly liked to point out that I shouldn't be changing my direction on my channel. They're like, look at which of your videos get the most views, you stupid. Right. Like, well, thank you so much. I, I forgot to look at the view count. I didn't notice that one of the videos was 20,000 views higher than the others. Right. Thank you. But I know that I have to do this pivot. Yeah. Whether, you know, maybe the topic is not going to ever be as popular. And especially not with my current audience that found me because that other topic. But, you know, maybe it, I actually think that the new topic will be better eventually once the algorithm has time to catch up to right. figure out who my audience is and all of that. Even so, I have to make this change regardless of what they say. So even though it does feel like there's a lot of truth in what they're saying, I have yeah. to do it. Um, but there were all these negative comments of like, and it did make me feel like, oh, this this new content is more shallow. It's not as helpful. It's a little less technical than I was doing before. And it did feel like I was contributing nothing anymore. Just adding to the you know mindless consumption on YouTube. And then through kind of a roundabout way, I met somebody who had seen my channel and he said, I was shocked because when he first said he recognized me, I assumed it was from here or channel mm -hmm. makers or income school. It was my personal channel. And he said that it changed his life. I'm like, what? I don't know, with the topic, it seemed, I was surprised. I didn't expect to change anybody's life, but right. he used those words. Your channel changed my life and had like specific videos that he mentioned that I had years ago. I forgot about the topics of them. And I don't think I've ever gotten a comment from him saying that I changed his life, right. you know? So how many people are there? That's a pretty small channel. How many people are there? Like, you don't know. You do not know. And I hate to tell anybody to just focus on the positive because, like, you don't want to let your ego get out of control. Right. And it is really important to look at the negative. It reminds me of the book, Ego is the Enemy. It's one of my favorite books in the whole world. And it does caution about, like, only focusing on the, your positive qualities or the positive feedback. That's very dangerous, but don't let your perception be distorted in the other direction. Yeah. Cause then you'll quit and that's dangerous too. Yeah. I totally agree. I, that's a cool example um, that even there's a lot of impact that's happening without people commenting. Yeah. And a lot of times it's for the positive, um, whether you are teaching something or entertaining or whatever, most people are having a good enough experience with your video. And that's to me, end of the story. Like there are some people who don't, there are some people who came to your video ready to make a mean comment before they even watched the video. Yeah, This is something that every person on YouTube is going to deal with. Most of you probably listening have already dealt with this. Yeah. Um, maybe not in the best way possible, or maybe you're better at dealing with it than we are. Uh, but it's something that everyone's going to run into and something that hurts. If YouTube is something you're interested in and passionate about, 
got to figure out how to deal with it. Right. And just, just know that you could be having a really positive effect on people even more than they're expressing, you know, like you see good video, bad video. It's deeper than that. Right. You might be impacting people a lot more significantly than just good video. Right. I enjoyed that two minutes of my life. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know what impact you're having. So yep. keep at it. And yeah, if you have to take a break entirely from the comments, that's okay too. Probably a good idea at some point. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Great. Talk to you all next time.